Sorry. The the building department, if like you said, is made to fit.
this is KEXU, man, FM, Paul People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV, and you're listening to Free Afghan. And, uh, and today, um, today we got a good uh, show coming up. We're going to have uh, a little bit later, about 8.30, I'm going to be uh, interviewing the San Jose Brown Berets. And they're going to talk to us about some of their um, projects and their upcoming events. And so, yeah, so, you know, today we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, I want to talk about, um, you know, imprisonment and, 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 um, and, and um, national oppression. And, you know, and national oppression is manifested in, the, in these prisons where, you know, National oppression, national oppression, and and this is manifested in the prison system because it's mostly brown and black people who are snatched up off the streets, stuffed in these prisons. Even though, even though um, it's a fact that um, you know most of these prisoners are, you know, a lot of these prisoners are housed in there for um, drug-related offenses or you know, things like this, but it's a fact that more white people use drugs in the U.S. than brown and black people, you know, more white people, because there is there is more white population in the U.S. So how can, you know, you got, you know, 50 million brown people and you got, you know, 100 and something million white people. So this is a situation that that's that's what it is. You know, it's it's um and and so, you know, but these uh, neighborhoods in these communities, um, brown and black communities, are the ones that are hyper policed, and you know people are. But then we can't forget um, what's going on in the, you know, these um, ICE concentration camps because that's a situation that um, you know these are. What's an ICE concentration camp? An ICE concentration camps are what they call. Um, these are what they call the detention centers. And these are the prisons that they're housing um, migrants, um, but they're housing children. You know, they're housing babies. You know, they got, you know, little five-year-olds chained up. They got them in cages. You know, they got children in these cages. So, you know, how is that, you know, how is that possible that they have you know, five, six-year-olds, babies, or what, what have you, in these cages, and nobody even says nothing. Nobody says nothing. But if a U.S. soldier is um, held overseas in a prison, in a prison alone, um, for more than a couple of days, the U.S. media goes crazy and talks about how, um, you know, they're being mistreated, they're this, they're that. But how about these children? You know, how about these children? So, and and but we have it. it also points to, um, you know, it, it highlights the you know the bias in the corporate media and how um, they are really not there to really educate and inform us um, like news is supposed to do. They're really there to um, uphold and reinforce. Um, the repressive um, structures that exist in this society um, because that's their job. And if they were to sway outside of that and if they were to really start to condemn what uh, America is doing in its prisons or beyond, uh, what have you, they will be yanked off the air. You know, they will be shut down. They would get fired. That newscaster would get fired trying to really 
really condemn and and sharp criticism of uh, America, they would not be on the air. And you know, and 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 so we've seen um, examples of this throughout history, throughout you know, uh, um, of people speaking out, and then next thing you know, they're not showing up for work. You know, they they get them out of there because. Um, those who commit injustice, the last thing they want is somebody pointing that out. <laughs> you know, I mean, if somebody's pointing out um, nonsense or, you know, if they're like on the air and they're, um, you know, just um, softly criticizing, they, they can, they'll, they'll accept that. They'll tolerate that. But if they're really highlighting the injustice that's being inflicted, guess what? They're getting yanked and uh, see you later. Bye bye. So this is how uh, this is why we need our own independent uh, institutions like our own news media outlets. And we need our own. Um, we need everything of our own because nothing um, that is sanctioned by the state, sanctioned by America, nothing that is approved by America is ever going to be truly good for us. You know, and so um so yeah, but I want to welcome my. I have a co-host today. Uh, I want to welcome my co-host C. C, uh, welcome to Free Aslan, brother. Thanks, JV. Uh, absolutely, and and you know, and C has been here. You know, he's 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 um, he has um, you know, watched the show, listened to the show. He's come um, as a spectator, and now he's a, a co-host. So this is this is pretty cool. So what do you have for us today, C? I know you want to um. You want to share some some news and stuff for us? Well, I, I could step in here. You were just talking about the need for independent uh, media, independent institutions of the oppressed. And right here I've got, uh, it's the latest issue of La Causa newsletter, uh, number three. It's coming from the A.V. Brown Berets chapter. It's uh, out of Antelope Valley. And mm. um, we've, we've been getting these. I just started putting this newsletter out a few months ago, I believe. Um, I, can, I can just read it. It opens up. Uh, with the fir the first uh, article of the newsletter opens up revolution in Califas revolution in Tejas revolution in Utah revolution in Arizona it is with these historic words once shouted by Chicano revolutionaries 105 years ago that we proudly echo this sentiment today as we remember El Plan de San Diego. Mm. A hundred years ago so-called bandits and heathens in the conquered territory of the United States known as Aslan declared their war of liberation from American imperialism. And it goes on to talk a little bit about the plan uh, de San Diego and how uh, it relates to the mission of the A.V. Brown Berets. Um, the A.V. Brown Berets, uh, they say they are dedicated to preserving the past, protecting the present, and creating a future throughout the barrios of Aslan. We are not bound, nor are we limited to a political ideology, but we are a grassroots organization in the truest form we build uh, consensus through community outreach and will strive to help guide our youth towards a future free of oppression, stereotypes, and injustice. We believe that our communities know best how to deal with our unique challenges and as such shall strive to find the answers and solutions to such challenges from within our own community. So this is a, uh, a new newsletter that's been coming out. Um, I know they got some comrades um, within prison and outside, and uh, it's been distributed both in prisons and um, in, in Southern California, and it's called La Causa from uh, A.V. Brown Berets. Mm, beautiful. And that's, that's, that's so, it's so wonderful to have these newsletters because this shows, um, it shows a development within the Chicano Nation because um, if we go back, 
you know, at one time there was so many publications. They had newspapers. They had, you know, three, four, five prison newspapers that were Chicano newspaper, revolutionary newspapers coming out of prisons. People would make newspaper newsletters in prisons and send them out. You had all these community, all these organizations pushing out newspapers, pushing out newsletters um, from the Chicano Nation's perspective. That's very important. It's very important for um, the oppressed nation's people to have their own press. And um, United Fronts are beautiful. We love United Fronts. We participate in them. But every nation should have their own press. And um, that's, you know, I can't start a press for the Vietnamese community. I mean, I could, but... That would be totally wrong. I mean, how am I? I'm not Vietnamese. I didn't grow up as Vietnamese. I didn't embrace their struggle. I don't know. I haven't assimilated into the Vietnamese nation. I don't. How am I going to do that? I could do it, but I'm going to be adding my perspective in there that may not coincide with their struggle. So very important that every nation. That's why I love the uh, Bayview newspaper because it's a black national newspaper has um yeah it has other people um i've been in there i've had my articles in there but it is a black nationalist newspaper that serves the black nation uh first and foremost so that's very important so when i hear of uh newsletters like la causa um from the um antelope valley brown berets that's very beautiful because it's um there's not a lot of uh chapters of brown berets that have their own newspaper newsletters or newspapers i know some have online stuff but this is something that every chapter should have in my opinion their own newspaper and not only the brown berets but every uh chicano organization every indigenous organization and you know um these these publications are very important uh, a publication is an excellent um educational tool it's a uh, excellent it helps um teach the community teach people teach its members teach those who are um you know they are um you know looking um into the group they want to know more about the group it describes the group's um ideology their stance and struggles that they're taking on but it's also a recruitment tool uh newspaper newsletter also helps in the recruitment process um you know you you're at an event you put it in somebody's hands check this out this is what we're doing this is what we stand for people look at it they learn from it they want to get involved they contact you contact information on there um when these certain organizations or groups have events they have pictures somebody take pictures publish them in your newspaper or your newsletter and then now people can see what you guys are doing not just read about it some people are more visual they see pictures like i like what they did i see this picture of them over here uh, organizing the community to stand up to the pigs that's a beautiful thing i like how that you know what i want to go i like these people i want to go check them out and join them so there's just so many things that um come out of having a publication it's very important every organization should have a, a, a publication because it's um their story but um and so tell us some more see if i could uh step in and uh talk a little bit um about if i could step in and talk a little bit about um another newsletter that we both are familiar with uh, called under lock and key um some of your listeners may be familiar with under under lock and key and it's a, it's a newsletter uh, by and for prisoners across the united states um and it's it's there to represent their struggles um to, to tell the stories of 
of, of what they're going through and what they're doing to, to change their conditions, how they're organizing, um, and to share that information with, with each other so that they can build on each other's struggles. Um, it's a, a newsletter that uh, started in 2007, and it came out um, every two months um, from 2007 until uh, the middle of last year, 2019. And we put the, the newsletter uh, on pause to uh, reorganize a bit, and we, we had plans to put out a new newsletter. And uh, that newsletter was scheduled to come out uh, actually just about, like, next week. And um, but anyone who's been following our, our uh, website and uh, some of our online presence might know that it's not coming out next week. Um, so we're, we have had some setbacks, and, and we're working to uh, get through those setbacks and put together a new newsletter to uh, serve that important role because we've already been offline now for um, seven months. And, uh, you know, we have a broad leadership, uh, readership of uh, thousands of prisoners that depend on that newsletter for uh, updates and information. And we get, you know, letters every day talking about how great and helpful Underlocking Key is to their work and to to inspiring them. So mm. I just wanted to mention that, that we are trying to, we are still trying to regroup and um, anyone out there who uh, can, who is interested in supporting should get in touch with us, you know, whether it's financially or putting in work to help get the newsletter back up on the ground. Mm. And can I ask, what is the organization that publishes Under Lock and Key? Yes, it's uh, the Maoist Internationalist Ministry of Prisons, MIM Prisons. MIM Prisons, beautiful. And, and I remember being in prison, subscribing to uh, under lock and key, and that helped um, significantly in my political development. I love lock and key, under lock and key, um, and and I love reading it, you know, and, and sharing it. I would share it with other prisoners, and <coughs> excuse me, it was a beautiful. Um, it was a um, you know, it it helped promote unity as well because um, all of the issues in the newsletter affected all prisoners, so. You know, it wasn't like, um, well, these issues are affecting me or them. It, it affected everybody. So it was a, a excellent organizing tool, and um, and it helped in a lot of struggles, including the hunger strike. It was one of the um, the ways that people um, kept abreast of um, what was going on. But um, oh, yeah, I, I so should mention the website as well. It's it's prisoncensorship.info is the website. So if you want to get in touch, if you do want to help us out in any way. You can oh. find our info there. Perfect, perfect, and um, and yeah. So, uh, under lock and key, it's it's you know it's a, it's a beautiful um um form of um you know um educating prisoners um and uh, prisoners are you know um the ones that are they suffer very badly in 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 the concentration camps, um you know they're tortured in there, they're murdered, assassinated. Um, the guards just, just you know, they treat them very inhumanely, um, and and so you know, and one of the things people say, well, you know, they 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 did something wrong, and you know, they committed crimes, so they need to be. But the thing is, um, you know, um, a lot of people, first of all, didn't even do a lot of the stuff that they're accused of. But besides that, um, the highest crimes committed are, you know are by America itself. So how in the hell are you going to go to people who are suffering in the um, barrios and the hoods and the ghettos and, and, and nickel and dime them for these little petty acts when, um, you know, the U.S. government itself is committing high crimes uh, all over the world, um, you know, 
just committing genocide, just all of these atrocities, and they want to go to the guy in the barrio and nickel and dime him, give him life for you know a, a, a you know a five dollar crime um, when they're committing multi you know billion dollar crimes. So that that you know that that crime thing is is you know suspect because. You know, um, most people who know, most people who are educated understand that uh, crime itself is is um, questionable in the U.S. because um, who's creating um, the laws that call these things crimes? Um, the oppressor itself. So, you know, we, we, we at Free Aslan don't put too much into laws or crimes. We do what's morally right. We don't go by what... Um, the U what America says is right or wrong because they're the last they're the last people um, they're the last authority that we're going to ask of what's right and wrong but we're going to be going to a short break um, we're going to be playing some music we're going to switch it up and you know um, and play something to wake you guys up so uh, you know we're going to be playing this short short song real quick take a short break and then we'll begin going to be coming back with the San Jose Brown Berets and hear about what they're doing in the community, what kind of projects they're working on, what kind of um, things they're organizing for. Uh, so just uh, kick on back and you're going to be um, uh, checking out this song. And this is JV. I'm here at Free Aslan, 96.1 FM, Poe People's Revolutionary Radio. You're listening to TNN. KEXU, Poor People's Revolutionary Radio on 96.1 FM LP on the dial in Oakland and streaming live online at www.poormagazine.org slash radio.
And this is KEXU 96.1 FM, Pole People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV, and you're listening to Free Aslan. And, um, and so I got, I got uh, the brother on the phone, um, uh, Brother Jose from the San Jose, uh, the San Jose Brown Berets. And brother, I want to welcome you to Free Aslan. Thank you for, for uh, coming, coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joey. Absolutely. And um and so, you know, one of the things, you know, <clears throat> that I was talking earlier, I, I wanted to um throw out there as well is um I was well my co host was reading um I don't know if you caught it earlier, but he was reading a newsletter that's put out by the Antelope Valley uh Brown Berets chapter and um you know antelope valleys down in southern california but um they put out a newsletter they have a newsletter that they put out and i have it here in my hands it's called la causa newsletter and the first article is about it says chicano power el plan de san diego and of course the plan de san diego was you know it was a declaration um back in the 1800s of raza in um in Texas and um Texas. and they were calling for um liberation national liberation um but they had a united front with indigenous people and um with the black nation and their declaration talked about um they want independence um and they were struggling for it and they were it was an armed struggle so that was that was a a a point in history that was very significant but i just wanted to bring up the newsletter brother because um you know that's something that man that um you know is very you know it's it's just something to think about and and kick around and stuff like that a newsletter a publication is um you know that's you know and these brothers and sisters down here in antelope valley um i think it's a beautiful thing i'm going to try to get it to you uh try to get you a copy of it and then um you know you could check it out but anyway i wanted to talk about um the projects what you know some of the projects that the um the san jose brown berets are are up to and what 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 you're working on and um if you could share some of that brother um what's going on and, and what you guys are working on right now yeah most definitely brother thank you i, I really appreciate to get that ma- reading material from you as well um, yeah, so, uh, Sanse Bambrays, um, are still working on, as you know, our Saturday Loud Collective, you know, which is our, uh, sexual assault and rape survivors workshop. Mm. Um, we also have Protectores de Raices, which is our art program, um, spearheaded by, uh, by myself and, uh, the administrator of Hustle, um, Renee. Mm. And so, um, we have events coming up in the month of February, um, Suddenly Loud, with Latinas in Bayo and Maiz have an event, um, have an event called the Love Connection Market. Mm. So it's a market where they're create, trying to create a space for people to to um, talk about healing, talk about things of that nature, and uh, kind of like almost like a resource fair, you know. Um, Sunday Loud oh. is going to be uh, hosting a, a booth there, and so we're going to be talking about the type of workshops that we do within Sunday Loud. Um, so it's, it's definitely a great event to, to, to get the family there and to get even people that if you have people in your life, you know, that suffered uh, these traumas, mm. so that way you can give that helping hand, you know, and you can learn um, how to how to deal with, with some of those traumas and 
how to be there and be supportive. And we've all um, suffered traumas, right? I mean, just exactly. growing up uh, exactly. in the U.S., we exactly. suffered and then, uh, the So that's going to be on February 8th. Um, that's going to be at the Peace and Justice Center from 2.30 to 7.30. Um, Peace and Justice Center is, I believe, on 7th Street in downtown San Jose. Um, so it, it, sh- it should be a really nice event, very chill event, you know, just coming in to network with people, talk about, you know, how to, how to, how to join all these type of different healing circles, right. And mm-hmm. how to, how to create this network of, of healing circles where we could bounce off ideas and, uh, and work towards creating, you know, bigger healing circles, of mm-hmm. course, that are going to, that are going to include more people of all different, uh, all different perspectives, all different right. walks of life, you know, all different identities. Yeah. Beautiful, brother. That, and, and that's important because it, it's um, it's. I think it's very difficult to um, navigate in society. Not not just in your personal life, with relationships, with jobs, with with organization. It's very difficult if you're suffering trauma and you're trying to deal with the trauma, and you know it makes it almost impossible to deal with these other. Um, things that need to be dealt with as far as jobs, relationships, um, exactly. organizations. You know, how can you deal with those if you can't deal with yourself? It's a struggle. And, 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 and as I said, um, I don't think there's anybody, and, and I'm just speaking without the, um, without the proof, you know, and I shouldn't be doing that, but I, I can almost, you know, I can, hey, I, I can, uh, it's almost hey. a given that every single person has suffered some kind of trauma growing up in the U.S. I mean, how can you not? Um, it's there's so many things and struggles um, that we go through. Um, all of us have been um, traumatized on about something. But anyway, um, it's good to hear that the silently loud is continuing. And and um, and I still need to go to that thing too. I still need to go to that event. It's very important. And um, so, when is the silently loud? event um what days and times or does it change or yeah so um um so suddenly loud right now is um on to we changed it uh this upcoming year um so we changed it uh on tuesdays it's on tuesdays the first week and the third week of the month hmm. so tuesdays uh 7 30 to about 8 30 sometimes we finish around nine nine or so if, if we drag on but yeah so first Tuesdays and Thursdays, Tuesdays of the month, seven thirty to nine. Mm. And, and and so yeah. And you could always find us at, at Mexican Heritage Plaza as well, where we hold our meetings. Oh, beautiful! And and the meetings are on what day now? On Tuesdays. Tuesdays at eight o'clock. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So so my, my bad, I'm getting mixed up. So uh, the Brown Bray meetings are on Tuesdays um, at seven thirty. Um, and then the the Sunday Data workshops are on Wednesdays at seven thirty. Mm. Okay, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, brother. And 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 so, is there any other projects that that um, you guys are you all are working on? Or yeah, as well with that one, like I said, we have um, the PDR event. So we have an event um, coming up on the twenty second of, of February as well. Um, and that event is called the Corazón del Barrio. Um, so I'm not too sure. Um, I'm pretty sure you're 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 uh, you're aware of uh, our project that we have over in the Sunset neighborhood of East oh, San Jose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, oh. we have we have um, this community space, like these sand lots that have been abandoned there. Um, and uh, us, uh, San Jose Bombarés, 
with the help of Community Express, uh, a couple of our buddies from another nonprofit, um, we kind of took over this space um, and uh, beautified these these empty like sand lots. Mm. You know, we we're putting in a garden. Um, we have painted murals on, on the walls that 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 cover this empty sand lot. You know, um, so on the twenty second we have an event where we're, we're repainting the walls up again. So we're having live muralists come out. You know, we're having. Uh, People come out, listen to music. People come out and show their art. You know, like an art gallery with um, live muralist um, painting wow. on on site. You know, yeah. And, and so yeah. and so, there we're also going to be fundraising for for other projects that we do. So we're going to be selling like fruit cups, um, aguas frescas. You know, things of that nature, snacks to to keep everybody fueled while we're out there painting and having a good time. And that's beautiful, brother. I I love graffiti and a lot of people don't know i i don't really share this but a lot of people don't know that when i was a teenager i was a graffiti artist you know and and yeah that's in and, and, and when i tell people this they're like blown away like no way you were a tagger i mean hell yeah i was a tagger i love tagging you know i love yeah. graffiti and in my opinion yeah in my opinion that was my first act of resistance uh, exactly. Being a tag, being a writer, exactly. being being an artist, that that that's that was resistance, and that was me expressing, um, you know, and 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 I didn't care. I would do it everywhere, but I love graffiti. I still love art, and 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 I think that that's a um, very beautiful thing because art is healing, right? Art exactly. heals people, you know. And again, yeah, and to kind of to kind of go into that a little bit, you know, so that twenty second is going to be the day that we have live mirrorless stairs um, and doing doing the whole thing and kind of activating the space, right? But um, that same week, from the seventeenth to the to the nineteenth, uh, we're holding a, a graffiti and history workshop, right? And we'll, we're we're holding that for for the youth that are going to be out of school in that week because it's, it's it's President's Week for them, um, in, in the public school system, um, but. But yeah, so we're gonna be doing a workshop on on graffiti and its history, right? Mm. And also educating them specifically on graffiti and its social political role. You know, oh. um, graffiti was and is the art that was for rebellion, like you said, that act mm. of resistance. You know, yeah. it was the only art that was created created by youth. You know, spe mm. specifically youth of color mm. to speak out against the conditions in mm. their environment, right? Yes. To speak out against. Uh, the injustices in their environment mm. and to at the same time get that claim to fame you know like hey it's me right. i'm here you know yeah and so that's also very important to teach that identity you know right and so very much the people that we have coming to to this event that we're holding in this in this space are all locals you know they're mm. all homegrown heroes you know mm. they're all people who who got their start in the streets and and now mm. they're doing something positive for their community you know Beautiful. And so it's important for these kids to see that, and it's important that we keep showing them this and this positive aspect to this art form, you know? Yeah, and, 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 and the thing about it is, you know, just like these are, these are teachers, you know, they're, they're, they're instructors. And, and the thing is, you can't learn that stuff in, in the colleges, you know. And I'm not talking bad about college. I think the education is very important, but at the same time, there's some forms of education that you cannot learn in the university. And I think graffiti is one of, you know, to really be considered, you know, uh, in my opinion, a real teacher, like you said, you got to earn your bones on the street. You know, you got to, you got to come up from the street, from the bottom up. And then, you know, in my opinion, um, that's a real teacher. That's a hands-on teacher that, you know, um, he, he went through the struggle and now he can teach others um, the positive aspects of graffiti because there's a lot of positive. People think it's, it's some people that are uneducated look at the um, negative um, that's that's 
propaganda or whatever but there's a lot of positive this is creativity this is um like you said it's it's art coming from people of you know of, of color um you know um oppressed nations people and so exactly. this is you know brown and black people you know keep yeah. it real you know uh, red and yellow and so exactly. this is this is you know this is i think art is the most powerful thing because even you know in in other societies um even post-revolution when people societies were transformed um people's minds still had to be educated and art is a way to educate people um even the illiterate people who can't even read they can learn by seeing they can learn by seeing some beautiful artwork so i i really um i really commend you all for for that for all of the events but that event in particular um with the art i think that really speaks to at least even our community of of san jose because um you know the graffiti artists in in the city are very respected and always have been you know that that is always been a graffiti city um going back to the 80s you know and i i remember because i did it in the 80s so i know absolutely you know so that's a beautiful thing but um so um yeah so if it, do you want to put out any contact information if if anybody yeah. wants to um contact the brown berets or get involved in these projects yeah most definitely so um you could always reach us um at uh at our, at our instagram page which is uh san Jose brown berets um same thing on facebook so on facebook and instagram we have members who are dedicated to, to doing outreach and to to continuing that conversation when you reach out to them um and to, to let us know if you want to work on on any upcoming events with us, um, and as well as my, uh, my personal Instagram page, uh, page that people can 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 reach me out to is uh, ain't no pause in the cause. You feel me, brother? Damn, that's, <laughs> but, that's but, hard. But yeah, that, that's that's my that's my uh, Instagram page, so you can reach out to, to me to there as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I would be able to m- more help with with the art stuff that we're doing right now since myself and uh, uh the other member renee um are the ones that are spearheading those programs as of right now mm. wow um but me, yeah so you, you yeah. can reach out to any of those pages and and you you will most definitely get a response from any any of us mm. all right but and let me ask you you know you're very passionate about art let, let me just ask you because everybody has their own story but let me ask you what got you into like what got you even um, wanting to be involved in art in the beginning? Like, what, what stirred you in that direction, brother? Well, it, it was very much, you know, like like you said, um, San Jose and, and just the, the Bay Area itself is, is a very affluent, like, hip-hop culture, very much street mm-hmm. culture, and uh, graffiti is, is, no, is no exception, you know? That was one of the main things that you saw in San Jose growing up, you know? Mm-hmm. You had a lot of talented artists coming out of here. You know, you had a lot of the lords, a lot of the, the high suit folks you know you had you had even folks here that were from crews from from oakland from san francisco you mm-hmm. know and uh and art was always just a part of the, the daily landscape right these guys were always competing for for the, the visual playground and competing to tell you something competing to tell you their name you know and so from seeing that um as i as i grew and and and, and i kind of started hanging out with with people who were at the skate parks, you know, I kind of started running into some of these these graph writers and, and kind of their whole mentality, right, about life, uh, this kind of, like, self-expression and this kind of, like, uh, I won't stop, you know? Mm. I can't be silenced, you know, was was the, the main appealing thing to me, you know? Here are these guys um, risking all sometimes, you know, risking yeah. their lives, risking 
freedom to try to tell you something. Mm. And sometimes some people might say, oh, it's just a name. It's just a name over and over, you know. Um, but those names meant something to, mm-hmm. to the people in that culture, you know. Those men, those names meant uh, meant something bigger than than the people on on the everyday you know street could could understand, mm. and so it definitely played a bigger role. Right once I started getting into into the, this whole movement and realizing that, like you said, those were the first acts of rebellion, the first acts of resistance, you know, mm. and yeah. then very much taking that art form and running with it and running with it in, in the positive direction in the direction where I'm, I'm telling uh, these kids, you know, to, to respect Mother Nature, to, to respect one another, you know, to, to have love for their community, you know, to build up their community and show them these things and put these images in their head, you know, that they're going to see every day. They might not want to see it every day, right? But if I put these walls up and I, and I paint some positive stuff every day, they're going to see it every day, and at some point it's going to be ingrained in them, you know? Mm. And before you know it, they're going to be doing good, you know? That's, that's the way I like to think of it. Absolutely, it's it's educational, brother. I, just like you said, it's um, it's a way to speak to a certain population that is not gonna is not going to um, listen to anything else. You know, they're not gonna listen to anybody else, and and, exactly. and, and you know, but they do um, listen to art and to um, art creators, and um, and so I, I think that these teachers, because that's what. With these, you know, these graffiti artists that 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 teach the murals and teaches these are teachers and these are um, these are leaders in in our community as well. And and for so many years, um, they were not acknowledged. You know, um, they weren't acknowledged. And now um, it's to the point where now it's becoming very popular. And you know, and they are being acknowledged. And they and they're being acknowledged. Uh, mostly um, from our community itself because we know that, um, you know, if we look to, like, the city officials, um, a lot of times don't acknowledge these graffiti artists. And, and we see this because when we see murals, we could see these murals around San Jose or the Bay Area where it looks like abstract art. like And I'm just going to say it like it is. It's, it basically looks like white art. White people yeah. art, and so uh, when you I, when I you like got, cookie cutter art, cookie cutter. So when you have these white people art all over the the murals all over our barrios, our neighborhoods, and they're getting paid a hundred thousand dollars to do this mural um, under a uh, underpass, and yet we have our own artists who do beautiful artwork that speaks to our community, to our cultura, and yet. They're way better than these um, white artists, and and yet, um, you know, they're paid like five thousand um, dollars for doing way better art. So this is a big discrepancy. This is something that we as a community have to work on. Push, push these um, people who are um, the controllers of um, who does art and where they do it. We need to start bringing them and hold them to the fire that. You know, we want our artists to be acknowledged like, you know, like they're they're allowing these other artists that are creating this, um, you know, excuse my language, but this bullshit art. 
you know, or yeah. you know, you know, I had a friend. I had a a, a friend one time when when I was uh, away on vacation doing time, and and she was an actual artist. She did galleries, and you know, she's a very good friend of mine to this day. Um, but she used to call this art that I'm calling uh, white people art. She called it vomit art, and I think that's a good way to t- tell it. You know, because she loved my art, and my art. I'm not really a great artist, but you know, I draw from what our community knows and stuff like this. And, and she says, your, your art is beautiful. It's um, like folk art. But this other art that they do, this is vomit art. You know, so I don't like vomit art. And I think that we need to really push to have our muralist um, get paid for what they're doing, brother. I mean, these other artists are getting 100000 They want to give us 5000 I mean, what what's up with that? So that's something that we got to work on. But, um, brother... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I, I think definitely one of those things, right, is that uh, first and foremost, we want to acknowledge that our art is, is very much, the art that we know, right, is a story of redemption and a story of, of decline from from the pit that is colonization, right? Oh. And they don't like to be reminded of that. Absolutely. So they don't like to pay us to, to put our stories and to put our struggles mm. and to put our stories of folk heroes and the guys who made it on the wall, right? Mm. Because it's it's against their their interests. Mm. So until until we until we say that we're gonna you know climb the ladder and we're gonna get to those spaces mm. and we're gonna hold to those spaces and we're gonna be there and and not leave, right? Mm. And we control that that art scene in in our city. Then we'll get to see what we really want to see, right? And that's the reflection of us. Mm. But that's 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 another conversation. Absolutely, brother. Yes, yes. And so we 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 are short on time now. But if you, do you have any last words, brother, on on from you or on behalf of the San Jose Brown Berets, anything that you want to let the community know? Um, go ahead, brother. Uh, yeah. So I guess um, I'll, I'll just review uh, the dates for for the upcoming uh, month. So February 8th, um, we have the, the Loving Connection Market. Um, it's going to be at the Peace and Justice Center from 2 to 7. Um, and then February 22nd, the art event that we're, that we're having is going to be from 2 to 7 as well. Um, that one's going to be at 800 Sunset Avenue, um, also known as Sunset 680. Um, and, yeah, um, we pretty much just want to tell the folks out there to, to keep creating, keep loving, and, you know, keep uh, organizing and uniting uh under mm. the under the banner of, of liberation and equality, mm. you know. Love that, brother. And on that note, I send a clenched fist to you, the brothers and sisters of the San Jose Bombarays, and I will be having you all back. You know, this is your station, so anytime, brother, um, you have something, you have a project you want to announce, let me know. I'll blast it on the air, and I send my love, my brother. I appreciate it, brother. Sending love right back at you. Aho. And this is KEXU 96.1 FM. Listening to Pole People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV. Uh, you're listening to Free Aslan. And uh, we're going to play a little song real quick from Brother G7. Uh, and this is, this, is a, this is a banger right here. I woke up this morning, grab my cannon off the dresser. I ain't talking about no cameras. We at war with the oppressor. We ain't taking no pictures because we ducking paparazzi. They got us under surveillance and that president's a Nazi. Is he Russian, German, or Czechoslovakian? Slovakian? We ain't worried about nothing. We got big sticks and hockey pucks. We just want to cut back. From Stanley, occupied our slime, its own country, one family. I know the rollers can't stand me. 
Yeah, I know the rollers can't stand me. Catch me in the woods hunting down John Deere like Bambi. Call me the Chicano Rambo. If you ain't with me, you against me. Turn a man to John Doe. Ain't a place in the world that I can't go. I've been around the globe from Oakland to Tokyo. And like Vietnam, fighting for our homeland. Time for national liberation, so free Ostline. Mm. Hey, free Ostline. Yeah, that was that was Brother G7 right there. And that's just some more fire he has. You know, he, he has big medicine. This is medicine because it heals. When you learn, you educate, you heal. You heal from colonialism. And I love this brother. He's right here, part of the Free Aslan crew. And Brother G7, um, let me welcome you to, to, to the show, to Free Aslan. Thank welcome. you again, brother. Welcome you know. home, brother. Yes, I'm here. Yeah. You know, I'm home. This absolutely. is home. Absolutely. And, and why don't you tell us about your upcoming event um, down in, in L.A.? So, yeah, it's called Coast to Coast Live. You know, uh, I got the opportunity to perform, and it's in Los Angeles. Uh, you'll be hearing more about it. It's, it's coming up real soon. And uh, the grand prize is 50000 and and I'm going to just invest that in freeing our slime. You know, mm. Damn. We moving at a rapid pace, man. We're not. That, that'll buy a waiting. lot of straps, brother. For sure. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, what's understood don't need to be explained. But yeah, no, brother. I'm real proud of you because I see, you know, I see what you're doing, brother. And you, you, you know, now, you know, you're starting to get it. You're going to start getting it. And once you do this event. You know, I'm just thinking of all the people that you'll be able to educate with your medicine. Um, all the people, because that's that's a big event in LA, and 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 so there's going to be a lot of uh, Rasa um, listening and other oppressed nations people. And I think that um, you're going to really be able to um, share this message of liberation, and 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 that's 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 what's up, brother. And Absolutely, man. That's what's up, brother. Decolonizing, decolonizing you know. through we the free airway, line, man. Oh, you know, I'm gonna keep going one more time yeah one more give us some more bro a little bit more medicine man it's not a game out here you know it's national liberation handle that bro love that let me demonstrate and utilize my capabilities warrior and a general of the Aslan military blast at the man of corruption Aslan ain't only one weapons of mass destruction my voice a military warfare you already know and we gonna have more here just freestyling in the studio with JV, you already know. Putting mm. it down. 96.1 FM. Mm. Free Aslan to the death of this. We ain't tripping. We gonna free Aslan for sure. National liberation. You already know. We mm. gonna endure and keep on pushing. Knocking down the oppressor. Let me demonstrate. Utilize my capabilities. Warrior and the general of the Aslan military blasting. Mm. At the man of corruption. Iran ain't the only place of weapons of mass destruction. My voice. Like a nuclear warfare Oh, you ain't know it's a spiritual warfare mm. On the front line, headline F Donald Trump, you already know mm. We can't cuss, I'm on air But uh, put it down soon, they gonna be like It ain't fair, I slime going hard <laughs> Our military go hard And that's for sure We ain't even gotta tell you how many straps we holding Hockey pucks, that we gonna be Exploding mm. on your land Stepping on landmines when you step on mine And free I slime mm. We in the studio uh, I'm the top of the line. Mm. I'ma keep on going. That part. Hey, it's uh. that part. Uh. It's the heart of the bay. 
Catch me in Hayward, San Jose. Right now we in Oakland. You know, put it down after this, I might just be smoking. Really, it's a new part, but I ain't on probation. And, uh, you know, we trying to shake this uh, oppressive nation. This, you know what I'm saying? This ooh, is, that, that's, that's what's this up, This is brother. the truth, man. We that in here. It. It's not that a game. We in the field. Uh, period. In the field. And, <clears throat> and that was just beautiful medicine, brother. I love your medicine. And you just bring it like I, I ain't heard nobody bring it before, brother. You 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 know. So I'm 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 glad that you know this event's coming up in L.A. What's that event, man? Hit it up again. Yeah, yeah. Coast All to coast it. live, you know. Coast to coast live. Los Angeles. They have one in Oakland. It's going to be in April, but you know I'm just networking out here campaigning this. Mm. How do we it's, find How do we find this event that you're going to be at? So okay, uh, let's see. It's. I got the address. I uh, posted it online, but uh, if you're not a Facebook friend, I guess you don't have you it. Know, but I, maybe not everybody who listens to us is a Facebook friend of yours. You know, maybe you got to hey, you know. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Let, yep. us know, let us know how to find you. It's bro. on mm. su- it's on Sunset Boulevard in L.A. I'm not too familiar with with Los Angeles, but that is Oslan, so you know I have the exact details. Mm. But um, but yeah, next time, brother, we're gonna come through. We're gonna give them everything they need to know. And for the meantime, um, they could hit you up on your Facebook. For right? sure. Check yeah. it out on, online. <laughs> I mean, it's called Coast to Coast Live in Los Angeles. This is uh, February 9th. You Coast know, it's Coast on Saturday. Live. Coast yeah. to Coast Live in Los Angeles. You can't miss it. It's, it's all over Google. So yeah, brother, <laughs> brother G7's going down to Los Angeles. And, you know, Los Angeles is, is, is still a part of Aslan, so he's going to be down there. And it actually, uh, Los Angeles and uh, East Los Angeles, uh, to be specific, actually has the largest concentration of Chicano people anywhere. So, you know, it's going to be a good audience. You'll be down there. And um, we look forward to when you come back, brother, of coming on the show and giving us an update on how it went. And, 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 and you know, with the people feeling it, what, you know, how was your medicine felt? And we want to know all of it. So um, with that being said, um, that's it, brother. And, and this is uh, KEXU 96.1 FM. I'm JV, and um, we'll, we'll see you next week on Free Aslan. And, and you have any last words, brother? Absolutely. Real quick, this is our partition, man. You know, uh, with reference to a country with separate areas of government, the action of state of dividing into parts, the country partitioned into separate states. An agreement was reached to partition the country. A sovereign Chicano nation, a country, a sovereign Chicano nation, straddling the current border between the United States and Mexico is an inevitability. We can govern ourselves and control our own borders and secure our own land, discipline our own. You know, and discipline discipline our own children, children. women and children, possibility of universal-based income. We got this. Uh, Let's get this money. That's it. And you're going to get DP'd if you don't. That being said. That part. Yeah, we're going to DP you. You keep that up. You know who you are. You listening. I know it. So, with that being said, we'll see you next week. Free Aslan. Free Aslan. Thank you.